Listening to Real Talk SLP with your host, Felice Clark, the Deviling Speechy. This is a show to help speech pathologists navigate the SLP world with real life stories to celebrate therapy successes and how to persevere when failure comes knocking on your door. Hey there, Rockstar SLPs. So it's the month of December tomorrow, and you got another three weeks until you get a nice long two week winter break. Now, when I was starting December, I was in this weird place because (laughs) there would either be a ton of IEPs and assessments all due in December, or it happened in November, or maybe it happened in both months. So I was typically in December, I was definitely burnout (laughs) or I was like, you know, ready to just, I really wanted to enjoy my students or I wanted to have some fun, but I didn't want to overdo it as well. If you, if you're in a place of overwhelm, you definitely need to go back and listen to episode 62 about five ways to beat overwhelm. And one of my tips from that episode is, you know, keep it simple, right? Don't overcomplicate things. And so what I've done in the past too, is I will do some of my best therapy work, some of my best planning all, all throughout August, September, October. And then I really just save my best low prep stuff or my best engaging things for the month of December or for months where like, I don't play go fish when things are going well. Okay. I play go fish when I'm about to lose it (laughs) because one, My kids love go fish, but I tend to get really burnt out with go fish, but it's an effective game. We know go fish works. We all play it, right? So I tend to just save those types of games, those types of activities for when it's like mayday, mayday, all hands on deck. And so that is how I feel about the gingerbread man Um, (laughs) because I've prepped enough stuff and I've come up with enough activities that it's not that much to prep, right? But it is a really versatile um, theme for different students. And when you're using the same theme and, and similar books and concepts, it's easier for you to be able to teach those things without getting a bunch of brain fog. And so what I'd like to do is during the month of December, I really stick to gingerbread men and cookies, a cookie theme cookies and gingerbread man, because gingerbread man's all about baking cookies. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of other themes that you can do like holidays around the world. Um, you could definitely jump into winter, but because I have enough stuff and enough ideas for gingerbread man, I tend to stick to that for December and save January for the big winter, the big winter, um, like fun. (laughs) And that's just, that's just how I do it. Okay. But yeah, there's a lot of cool other themes or you can just, you know, you can have some fun with, uh, buddy, the elf. I've got some blog posts on how I use that, that I definitely utilize buddy, the elf during the month of December. Anyways, I'm completely getting off track and sidetracking us here because we're really talking about therapy ideas to cover your caseload with a gingerbread man theme. And let's just dive in. So 
There are a lot of great books out there that you can use. I use The Gingerbread Man by Gail Ural. I think I said that correctly. That's just the classic book that I read, especially for my K-2 students. That is the book that I pick. I like the pictures. I like the level of text. And there are a few different versions of The Gingerbread Man. So like when you pick it, sometimes instead of a pig, there's a cow, you know, so that's the differences in some of the versions of the books. But I like The Gingerbread Man by Gail Ural. I have a Gingerbread Man push-in lesson plan guide for language for K-2 students that I will put in the show notes that is aligned with that versioned book. But it's my my push-in lesson plan guides are meant for co-teaching and whole class instruction, but they are adaptable for your small groups as well. So that's why I love them because they hit two birds with one stone. And that is the book version that I use. So some other Gingerbread Man books, Gingerbread Baby by Jan Brett, The Gingerbread Girl by Lisa Campbell Ernst, and The Gingerbread is Loose in the School by Laura Murray. And there's also a book, The Ninja Bread Man by Fabino Fiorin. I hope I said that correctly. And so I'll put in the show notes the link to this blog post. These are all linked in my Gingerbread Man speech therapy blog post. And what you can do with this book is so many things. You can work on hungry full, like basic concepts, go stop, wet, dry, shallow, deep. You can target some tier two vocabulary, chase, stream, and gobble. You can also discuss categories like kitchen utensils, animals, things that you bake. And you can also review the pictures and talk about grammar concepts while you're, and you can also work on story retell. Now with your upper elementary students, you could spend a week talking and, and doing the book, The Gingerbread Baby. And then you can do a week with The Gingerbread Man is Loose in the School. And then your third week, you are going to do comparing and contrasting activities. You can compare and contrast the characters. You can compare and contrast, you know, what happened in the book. So those are some ways that you can adapt books to cover your younger friends and your older students. Now you can also with your younger students, you can make a story prop kit and have them act out the gingerbread man. You can get some figurines and probably, you know, a stuffed gingerbread man toy, or just print out the gingerbread man and put them on popsicle sticks and act out the story and get them engaged in it. And you can cover a lot of language that way. There are also some really cute brain break songs that you can do to work on verbs, you know, following directions, gestures. And so my favorite, my favorite song is Cookie Boogie. Cookie Boogie, Cookie Boogie, Cookie Boogie. And it's by Go Noodle. The Kaboomers have a really good Gingerbread Man song, but those are just a great way to, you know, keep your students engaged, break up the session, and have a little fun with this theme, right? All right. So 
here is another idea and it is a free printable on my website. So if you have magnetic wands and you have task cards that you use all the time, you want to get this game because you're basically going to be using the exact same cards that you use every single session, but you're going to use my fun, free gingerbread man game to make kids think that they're playing something totally brand new and you're going to increase engagement. You didn't have to prep much and you're going to be feeling pretty good because you're having fun in therapy. So what you're going to do is you're going to go download. I'll put in the show notes, the link to the blog post. You're going to download the free gingerbread man game printables. Then you're going to print the gingerbread man either on brown card color paper or cardstock. And you're going to print some foxes. You're then going to cut those out and slip them onto any task card, any of your super duper cards or your TBT cards. And you're going to slip them under the card with a paper clip. Then you're going to put them all face down. There's going to be three different versions of ways you can play the game, but you're going to want to have more gingerbread men than the fox. And so when the student picks up the card with their magnetic wand, if there's a gingerbread man under there, they get to keep the gingerbread man. If they get a fox, well, the fox ate one of their gingerbread men. And so whoever has the, the most gingerbread men win. Okay. So it's, you can use it with any set of cards. It's not that much to prep and it's worth it because you have one game that you can keep using over and over with whatever target cards you need. And that, like I said, you got to use the easy, good stuff when you're swamped with paperwork and you don't have a, t- a lot of time to plan. So that is a great game. That's a good reinforcer after you've done some other, you know, reading in the book and other extension activities, you can play that game. All right, so let's talk about some ideas for working on social pragmatics and perspective taking. Now, I link it in the in the blog post that I have, but there is a body in the group activity that you can do that's really fun with some of your social pragmatic students. I found a free gingerbread man hunt printable. And so I taped the gingerbread man around the school where the clues tell me. And, and, you know, and this was one of those activities that I was like, you know, I want to have fun and kind of plan something a little different. And it's good to do that every once in a while because it gets you out of your typical routine. I think it helps break up that burnout feeling because you're reconnecting with your students in a new way and they're going to get excited and and you're going to see how they are doing with generalizing skills that you've been talking about in therapy. And so I hid the, the gingerbread man around the school with the clues. And I can't remember if I did it with this one or not, but then the final clue, I maybe had like a little tree or candy canes or something like that. So as a group, we went around the school looking for the gingerbread man. And we talked a lot about how, you know, we're going to be making inferences, but we're also going to stick together and how we show our body is with the group and how when you, when you walk away from the group, you know, people can get worried because they may not know where you are, but also you want to show people that you're interested by 
being a little bit closer to them. And so, and then we had to work as a team and talk about, well, where do you think the gingerbread man is? And so it was really fun. And that is a great lesson. And it helps you to see like, well, how did, how did the students do in a more naturalistic situation? And it really opened up my eyes to some people when they're really excited, they start flirting all the time. <laughs> Learning out answers. I had another friend who would just walk away. And so we, we had, we got to talk about all that stuff in a real life situation. Um, and so another fun activity that you can do to work on perspective taking, but you could also use it to work on core words is now this is where the, the prep part comes in, but this was something that I like to do every year. I like to decorate gingerbread man cookies with my classes. And the reason why it wasn't like a burden or a stressful thing for me is because I would make those cookies at home with my own kids. And it was something that we got to enjoy together as a family. And then they got to help make the cookies. You know, they got to eat some of the cookies, but they also got to know, like, I'm helping my mom make these for her kids. And so it wasn't a burden for me, but this is definitely one of those like extra type of activities, right? Where you're kind of like going above and beyond, but I enjoyed doing it. And a few years ago, I found these gingerbread man cookie cutters that came in three different sizes. So it made a little mini gingerbread man, a normal sized one, and then a bigger one, not too big, but big enough that you could tell it's big bigger and biggest, right? So I snuck in an extra concept. That's how sneaky we are, right? We, the sneakiest, we're like, how can we make more language happen with this situation? Um, and so <laughs> I, I baked three different types of sizes so that we could also work on small, you know, big, bigger, big, big, bigger, big, you know, all that stuff. And then what I do is we, we either do, I'll go over the first way. You can do a perspective taking activity where you bring in different toppings. I always would bring in at least two different colors of frosting and had different types of toppings. And the students had to, they had to decorate a cookie for each other. So they had to pair up and they would have to ask each other questions like, Hey, what color frosting did you want on your cookie? Okay. And how much frosting do you want? Do you want just a little? Do you want a lot? So it was all about shifting perspective. And so talking through answering and asking questions, coming back and asking clarification questions, if they weren't completely sure, wait, how many buttons did you want? So these are things that you were probably working on all year. You've been breaking down conversation for them. You've been talking about perspective taking. You've been trying to help guide them with a framework for what to do if, they, if they're not sure what someone wants. So you've been doing all this in a really structured way, and now you get to do it in, a, in an activity that's a little bit more open-ended. You don't have to necessarily prompt the kids and you can see what would happen. You can see what's sticking and what, what they're struggling with. And so then with the same activity with your younger friends or your friends that are working on AAC vocabulary, um, you're going to just decorate the cookies and you're going to keep, you know, 
the frosting out of reach, hopefully, because you're, you're, you're going to want, you know, you want them to at least reach for it or use their device or tell you with their words like, oh, I want the blue. So you can work on requesting. You can work on more, you know, eat, like, don't like, <laughs> let's make, you know, I want more. So there's a lot of vocabulary that you can use with that activity. So those are the two ways that I adapt that one cookie decorating activity. And as always, you know, you can print up a gingerbread man printable. These are in my gingerbread man lesson plan guides, but you can print up a gingerbread and then use them as Play-Doh mats and still do that perspective taking activity or still do the decorating activity with the Play-Doh. If you don't want to bake those, you know, if you don't want to bake cookies for your caseload, but with some of the activities, you can also work on basic concepts, following directions. In the blog post that I have, I also have a link to my ultimate sensory bin activities guide. And in that guide is a free gingerbread man sensory bin so that you can make a story prop sensory bin to work on story retell. So if you go to the link that is in the show notes, you will have access to that. Um, But then, you know, with your younger friends, and I would even say your second, third graders, you can do pretend play and you can bake cookies and you can use your Melissa and Doug cookie set, or you can make your own little DIY cookies with Play-Doh and work on sequencing for baking cookies, describing what's on the cookies, talking, you know, we know how to do cookies in speech. We know like the best activity ever. I mean, it makes me hungry whenever I pull out my cookie set. (laughs) So those are all my gingerbread man ideas. If you have a really fun gingerbread man activity that you like to do, please reach out to me on social media at the dabbling speechy, or you can always email me at Felice Clark at thedabblingspeechy.com. And let me know. I'd love to share. I have a free themed therapy SLP Facebook group. I will put that in the show notes as well so that you can come join the group. And we'd love to have you. We, I share a lot of different ideas, but I also encourage other SLPs to share what they're doing in their therapy rooms or what therapy finds they have found for different themes. And so in December, we're definitely going to be talking about gingerbread man. All right. So I hope you come join that Facebook group. As always, SLPs, be the SLP that every kid wants to see. And I hope that you stay inspired. I'm, I've got some new interviews coming up soon. So looking forward to chatting with some rockstar SLPs and I hope you will like those interviews as well. All right. I will talk with you all later. Bye-bye.
Thank you.